might as well kick off. So we're here okay. today with um, at Brayside Brewing in yeah. Brayside, <laughs> uh, believe it or not. So um, a little bit different as to what we normally do, but uh, we sort of got, I guess, contacted um, earlier by uh, Travis from Brewers Feast. G'day uh, guys and girls. <laughs> and... Um, wanted to know what we could do around around a podcast and then we get a few emails a few messages back and forward phone call and uh we ended up at brayside and we got uh charlie and head uh, brewer head brewer yeah that's right <laughs> and uh rami, rami. <laughs> that's all right sorry about that. that's all right and of course we got dave and dave so um waiting for one more to come so he'll just uh pop up but um so we're not in our shed this time but we're no. sort of in someone else's shed pretty close <laughs> to my shed uh, the, brewer, the brewer sheds next door Perfect. um but yes i, I i'm charlie I, I guess i don't like to call myself a head brewer I'm, I'm more of the liquid director um, <laughs> because we, nice. we do do a soda water here as well so um it's not really brewing but uh yeah so we'll run with that fair enough so we're going to, I guess, you know, chip through a couple of couple of beers and um, you know, talk about the journey, I guess, and what we're up to and how Brewers Feast is uh, is involved. And um, so we got we got two beers in front of us already. We Absolutely. do. It's so very exciting. Do you want to explain what we've got there, Charlie? Yeah. So uh, we've got two beers. We've got the Kettle Sour. We call it Compass Sour Series. Uh, so this one is a raspberry based uh, sour. Um, we're going to change the sour or the uh, fruit base each. Uh, batch um this one's been selling really well comes in at about uh three and a half ph so not overly sour uh pretty smooth uh it's got about 21 kilos of raspberry puree in the batch uh, we do 500 liter batches here oh, yeah. on a really small scale sure um, so it's not overly uh, raspberry but it's definitely got that nice finish on the palate yeah definitely you can smell it all right for sure and um i guess regular listeners would know that we're scared do sales, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, but we're coming around. Yeah, we're, well, yeah. Our pellets maturing. You just gotta have the right one. To, oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Set you yeah. off. You just have the right one and the right weather, I suppose too. Absolutely. Hey, hey. Hey. Oh, oh look out! We got an extra. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Tyson. Just uh, turned up here. No worries. Great. How are you, Tyson? Yeah. Hi. How are you? Good. 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 I think so, there's beers there for you. There is too. Oh, didn't, didn't you get four? No. No, that's yeah, right. right. He, can, he can have a sniff of mine. He, <laughs> oh, he, no, he, he, yeah, oh, he's off. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so, previously, you've not really enjoyed a sour or uh, tried a number? Or? Oh, he, we're, yeah, yeah, we've, yeah, we've had a few, I guess. Um, they're just not our palate generally, but I mean, yeah. they have a place, obviously, yeah, in yeah. the beer spectrum. And yeah, we've, so. had, we've had some we really like. Yeah, yeah. But we've had some that just sort of knock our socks off the bits. Yeah, yeah. We get a bit scared. And I find this one interesting because it's got a fair bit of head on this one. Where generally the sours it disappears don't. pretty quick. Yeah. 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 yeah, so we've got good carbonation on it as well. Yeah, and it has proven extremely popular with really? beer drinkers that didn't want to try a sour in the first place. Yeah, right. yeah. So we give them some of the pony. Yeah. Try it first, and we've got a few regulars now that absolutely love it who would never have touched a sour previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. See, that's not sucking my cheeks in. Like some sours, yeah. it's like sucking on a lemon. A bit like extreme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you say you kettle sour, like what do you, what do you, what what's do you the process? You, yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty much the same as what you'd brew a normal, say, pale ale. Right. The only thing is it goes out through the plate chiller and then back into the kettle where you did your initial uh, brew uh-huh. and then you leave it in there for about 48 hours with a uh, Lelamond uh, sour pitch which uh-huh. drops the pH over about 48 hours sure. um, and then once you get from there then you go back to the normal brewing process 
kettle uh, boil for an hour and then transfer again back into the fermenter. So, yeah, right. you know, it's an extra couple of days. Um, there's not really any extra cost, per se, in a kettle sale. When you go into the wild fermented beers, uh, barrel-aging things, obviously there's a huge cost, and you see that in the market uh, price-wise. But, you know, kettle sales are... Uh, really approachable. Um, anyone can sort of have a go at it. It's pretty easy to do at home as well. So um, yeah, it's huh. adventurous, but not too adventurous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what would be the is it the base malt? I mean, again, it's very similar to a pale ale. You said so. You said yeah. So percent pale malt in there. Or something? Yeah, I think it's seventy-five percent pale, uh, sure. and then we throw a bit of wheat in there as well, just to okay. give it a bit more mouthfeel. Oh. Um, there goes the CO2, which has been crazy at the moment. <laughs> in the background. Um, you need to go and check on that, or you're right? No, it's fine. Excellent. Yeah. It, so, is a, it is a good, nice, subtle, and for someone who's never had a sour before, mm. I can understand why it would be quite popular. Yeah, that wouldn't scare you off. Yeah. 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 You'd probably be going, I'm into sours. Yeah, you probably one. would, yeah. You're probably yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so nothing about it is offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Coming to the hotter, warmer climate, it's... A bit easier to sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So, so Brayside Brewing have been open not very long. Yeah, five weeks tomorrow. Five weeks tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So, when this comes out, who knows? Well, we're not, <laughs> we're not sure what day this will come out, but um, yeah. so, what yeah. are we here? We're sort of mid mid December, right? Yeah. 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 Anyway, and um, again, we sort of we're here because of. It was feast essentially in yep. the beginning, which uh, I don't know whether you want to throw a bit in there about Brewers Feast. Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, the reason why we're here is because um, we've got a new initiative this year, which is uh, supporting new brewers so uh, and breweries that have been in the industry for less than uh, 12 months. And um, it's actually sponsored by Bar Barons. And so Bar Barons are providing the infrastructure, the bar and, and things like that. And it's to obviously to get a brewery up and going. It's... Um, it's quite a you know um, expensive venture, yeah. and so there's not a lot of money left over for marketing and attending festivals and things like that. So, what we do is we provide a really sort of cheap opportunity, free infrastructure for new brewers to come along, and Brayside Brewery is one of those mm-hmm. to showcase what they do to our patrons who are you know eager to find out about um, you know new brews and new breweries that are out there so brewers feast is uh on again uh next year on the first and second of feb 2020 at the abbotsford convent tickets are on sale now hint hint <laughs> um and uh yeah, early bird tickets too, like at the moment, aren't they? they are yes still early bird early when bird is that running yes it ends Hopefully. end of december all right we'll try and get this episode out before the end of december <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, if but not, full price to still very reasonable price. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Well, we went last year and we paid full price and we weren't, we weren't disappointed. Yeah. And, and I mean, if you look at, you know, I won't go on, this is not a plug about the festival as such, it's more about the content of the festival, but, um, you know, from the sort of um, other festivals that are in the market, we're kind of the lower end of the scale with, with um, cost um, and our focus is completely on independent brewers um, and we're all about showcasing the beer and it's you know um, as Tyson said many times I think on other podcasts and things like that this festival is our part in sort of supporting the industry and developing the industry and providing it a platform 
to the independent sector. Yeah, sure. I, it's been part of the industry. That's great to be around. And so like we we don't know how to brew, so you don't want to be trying anything we might be able to come up with. <laughs> but, but running a festival and putting on a great experience and bringing in people who actually know what they're doing beer-wise yeah. um, is fantastic. And I think like we're, across the years we've been able to sort of grow the aspect of bringing in more festival beers. Um, Bintani have been big supporters of that, being able to encourage brewers, supporting them with new ingredients or um, vouchers to help make that more possible. And I think it's all those little things that we can do to help sort of grow that that in independent brewery um, because there's so many good ones out there. There's so many more that have come up and, and be producing great beers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a great way to, to come and see it. Brayside um, Brewing, they're going to be part of the, the sort of the, the new brewers section, but there's also sort of over 20 festival beers that will be launched or exclusive to the festival, and that's something that we want to try and do to really showcase that that independent brewery side um, because yep. it's, people love trying new new beers yep. and when you try a new beer you end up probably trying a, a Pilsner or a Lager or a Pale Ale or an IPA from their core range and and then you're, you're suddenly like oh I've got to go visit that brew house and yep. suddenly you're, you're, you're around doing a podcast <laughs> a, a few years later that's awesome yeah. that's and so you've done it four years you've been doing it or just the fourth be, time this will be fourth year yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, did you just wake up one morning and said, I want to do a festival? Like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it was probably after Massive. a few beers. It seems, <laughs> seems appropriate. But yeah. at that point, it's, it's like, oh, well, we're enjoying these beers. Why yeah. don't we go and make a festival that we'd love to go to ourselves? Good on you. Definitely. And I've also got to, you know, contribute kind of gabs to it as well and yeah. thumbs up to gabs and, you know, stomping ground behind that initially. And, you know... I, it, it was going to Gabs a number of years ago, which I'm sure we all have been to, and just going, wow, there's a lot of people that like this beer industry of ours. And um, and so, you know, we, we looked at Gabs, it was an indoor venue, we'd been to a few outdoor events and things like that, and we went, how do we create a really good outdoor festival, which is a little bit more intimate about people meeting brewers and talking to brewers yeah, and running perfect. those masterclass sessions? So. We're a boutique festival. We cap numbers and we cap brewers um, so that there is that exchange of, you know, meet and greet, understanding, having a chat, and, and we really emphasize that. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a great atmosphere at the Abbotsford Convent. Yeah. Awesome well. spot. So, yeah. 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 Smash it out of the park with that yeah. spot. Yeah. yeah it is unreal. It sells yeah. itself, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. yeah. too, right. And the, well, the weather last year, or this year, rather. Yes. Yes, it was this year, yeah. spectacular. So, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, yeah fingers crossed for Feb. But, um, yeah, look, later on we'll talk about... Um, I've got a list of some of the uh, exclusive beers that will be at the next festival. Oh, wow, cool. Um, so I've got a good list of those. Not all of them. I'm still waiting on a couple of brewers. Um, but uh, I do have a good list of them. And then maybe we might actually hear about... Um, you know, your uh, Brace Our Breweries um, list as well that they're yeah, going to be pouring. Yeah, but segue back into, into your, uh, <laughs> yeah. your current beers that are on the table. Right, yeah, right. absolutely. So we're just it's moving nice down one. the line a little bit. So we've got our uh, lager here, our very malt-driven lager. Um, really basic hop edition uh, at the start. It's got a little bit of wheat in there as well. Um, I love using wheat. It's just that big mouthfeel, sort of aromatic uh, flavour. 
Um, yeah, have a taste. Let me know what you think. It's been sitting here for a while, so the head's, head's disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you um, leave this one conditioning for? Uh, probably not long enough on this one, but uh, yeah, we, we like to, to push it, but we ran out of kegs, so we, we sped it up a little bit. Yeah, right on. Uh, I'll be hoping 21 days um, at a minimum. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. What sort of temperature? You so we started at about 10, uh, work its way up to 12, and then we finished it up at about uh, 15. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's cloudy too. It is cloudy. I don't think we talked about the first beer all that much, but the... We had its red tin. Yeah, just we got one there and it's crystal clear. Which, it is pretty clear. It is, yeah. Which is typical again of the sours. The sours, yeah. This has been a... Very surprising winner for us with the, the lager. The lager, really? Yeah. Okay. It's the second batch already. Um, as you know, we haven't been open too long. <laughs> Customers are really, really loving the lager. Yeah. Very sessionable and very easy yeah, drinking. Very yeah. easy drinking, which is what a lot of punters want these yeah. days. Yep. They want to come to a craft brewery, but they also want something sessionable. So they might have a few tasters, the, you know, yeah, yeah. tasters yep. at the start, but when they get to the lager, that's when they sit yeah. down it for a while. Well, it's definitely got a lot of flavour, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's got a huge amount of flavour. So it comes in at 5%, um, so a little bit steeper, uh, but, you know, that it does follow through with the malt, so it balances quite well. Sure. Yeah. It doesn't quite match the screwdriver that's on the table. But no. it's, uh... <laughs> Charlie's brought a screwdriver out, but it's not a Stanley. <laughs> so, uh, but it's definitely that sort of straw-like, the yellow, straw, it's yes. not quite a Stanley screwdriver, but it's almost there. Yeah, yeah. That, that's all right. That's quite tasty. Yeah, I've, I've never really gone for lagers myself. I'm a bit of a pop head, but um, that has got a lot of flavour, a lot of body to it. Mm. And it's obviously really, really fresh. Yeah. Um, it just seems void of traditional kind of chemical, yeah. you know, non-craft stuff. It's pretty good. Yeah, thanks yeah. so much. It tastes very clean too. Yeah. Like, there's not oh, much yeah. aftertaste on there. A lot of flavour mm. in the mouthful, but then sort of you don't get a, a massive amount afterwards. Yeah. Which, which probably makes it feel more sessionable too. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to keep drinking. You could definitely have a night on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's definitely not a check pills and that's for sure. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so, you want to pull back that fight. Leadhead Liger, who's, who's coming up with the names? My wife actually came up with names for the Leadhead Lager. Oh, really? Yeah, so she came up with that, being a couple of hundred metres away from the boat ramp, yeah. or Morty. Yep. Um, Leadhead is a top of law, yeah. so go on with that whole thing. Oh, there you go. Keeping local, uh, we're with the Leadhead Lager. Awesome. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> the Compass Sour, obviously. So, okay, so so what about like the, the theme of, I suppose, all of the beers... Is that linked with... So all the names of the beers are linked to our location in, in one way or another. The Compass being such a nautical area, all roads lead to Mordialic, Brayside Brewing. <laughs> the Red Stripe is actually the location of Mordialic on a compass. The what, sorry? What, the, the Red Stripe on the compass itself. Yeah, yeah. Part oh. of the logo, so it's east, south, east. Oh, perfect, east. yeah, sure. Um, between the flags, just a play on words, you know, you swim between the flags yeah. at the beach. Yeah. The mid, mid street, nice. responsible between the flags. I love it. Governor, you know, Governor Road. Yeah. HK 43, we're number 43, so <laughs> yeah, right. we kept everything very local yeah, in what we awesome. wanted. So it's a great, great spot for people that don't know where, I guess, Brayside is, because we do have a global audience. <laughs> 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 but um, obviously in Victoria, yeah. southeastern suburbs of Melbourne, very close to the to the beach. So um, and and we caught the train here. We did. We we caught the train to Morty Elegant. Short just, walk. Yeah, short just walk. A stroll down, 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 down
Well, they've lived near here not so long ago, and there was nothing like no, this. You're, you're 20 years too late. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, my grandparents had a house that just by the beach, and yeah, I've been around this area a lot yeah. you know, over the years. So it's great to see uh, something like this come this way. That's for sure. But you're probably not 20 years too late because Dave and I both have kids, and we talk a fair bit about going to a brewery. And the kids have got nothing to do, and you get in there and you you, you neck a, a, a paddle, or a, you know you have a pint, and you you got to get out of there. But looks like you guys have set yourself up for families to hang around. So that was a uh, a win win for us. Charlie's got a one year old. I've got a two year old with another one on the way during March, and we're like, you know what? When we're working, we've got to put the kids somewhere. <laughs> well. so we get to put them in the kids' play area while we work. Yeah. But no, we um. We knew the struggles with young family. You yeah. can't go to too many places and yeah. put your pram around or, you know, anything like that for space. So yeah. we've got plenty of space. We didn't load up the area full of, you know, a million tables. Yeah, perfect. We kept a lot of space. We wanted people to be comfortable. Yep. So one thing we don't like going is to a restaurant, cafe, and everyone's like sardines. Yeah, we yeah. want an open space. Yeah. So we've got an outdoor little area and indoor area. We can see they're playing giant Jenga right now. There's a bunch of kids there. Yeah. It's awesome. So Absolutely. it's all about being family friendly, but we yeah. also cater to a huge market thing. Yeah. Being in Morty, I like that yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd just also like to highlight part of that uh, is at the front there you've got a, uh, a baby area with a caged fence around it where you it's can really cage. just put your kids in there and just they don't they can't go anywhere, which is fantastic. We've had a few creative kids put chairs on top of chairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They kind of deserve a high five for that. Yeah. I was never smart enough for that. And also um, food. Like you guys really make food the um, almost the focus, I suppose. Yes. Like, so you really want to hang around here, you know? You're not just here getting a, a packet of chips from behind the bar. You really. So we've got the uh, authentic Italian pizzas. We've got the bar menu as well. Food, beer, goes hand in hand. Yeah, I mean, perfect. You know, good food, good beer, yeah. yep. good company. Like, what else can you ask for? Oh, Whether yeah, you're here awesome. with your mates, your family, that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. right. Speaking of beer. What have we got now, Charlie? Uh, so we've actually got two pails. So we've got a tropical pail and our core range pail. Are very dr- drastically different. Um, our core range, we've sort of uh, not copied, but you know, taken a couple of our favourite Victorian pails and sort of tried to replicate or you know do our sure. own twist on it. Yep. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to pick sort of the areas. Um, we love that malt-driven sort of flavour. Use a little bit of mosaic, but not over the top. Um, but the one you're drinking now is the tropical. Right, eh? Uh, Should we that's, con- that's... confess and say we've had one already? <laughs> so the tropical uh, is super low crystal malt. I only put a kilo in there, so it's only one percent. Uh, big Vienna notes uh, and yeah, even pills in there as well. Uh, it was dry hopped with amarillo uh, and amarillo in the whirlpool too. So did a big push on that sort of flavour. Uh, I think the next batch I might even go a little bit more uh, dry hop, but you know, super clean, four point three percent, really sessionable. It's the sort of beers that I'm looking for when yeah, I'm out there with my family for lunch. Yeah, that's pretty uh, pretty clear too. Crystal clear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Low bitterness in it as well. Yeah, which is, makes it just easy to drink. That's another another one you can sit on yeah. on, a, on a nice. Um, well, actually, that's probably a lawnmower beer, isn't it? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, but the reason I went, I decided to brew this beer is um, our multi pale ale, which I'll be trying next. Uh, it's sort of on that sort of higher end, closer to maybe an IPA in bitterness. Yep. Um, which is definitely 
delicious, but I wanted that summer sort of uh, action as well. So yep. the four point three percent tropical. Yeah, yeah that's not bad. That's uh, and it's tropical paella, but it's, it's got a name. Did we did we get the name before? Uh, it's called tropical paella. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> we, we thought long and hard about that. One. <laughs> spent hours and hours coming up with the name. <laughs> yeah, I, I was pretty lazy on that one. <laughs> It'd been a long week. <laughs> so, what was this place before it was a brewery? So, since the uh, the building since 1960 or 62, and it's yeah. only ever been a uh, mechanic workshop. Yeah. Right. So when we took over, there was about five hoists about eight cars in here and the place was a bit of a shambles to be honest (laughs) so we had a really good design in our mind we had good builders um help us with the design as well and yeah we this is the outcome from it we wanted it big spacious family friendly Mm -hmm. and I think we did pretty well considering how rough and rugged it was when we took over. I had a quick look on uh, Street View and it's still the mechanic on Street View. They yes. haven't caught up yet. They haven't <laughs> caught up yet. Trying to keep us uh, a little bit sinister and uh, <laughs> the unknown. Yeah. It's funny, when we took over the site, we, we had a look at the floor and it seemed a little bit shiny and 25 years of oil just soaking in. Oh, wow. We had to shave a bit off. Uh, huh. to yeah, that's so unreal. We ended up shaving, ended up being about two and a half inches off the concrete wow. before we were able to start the build because it just Whoa. soaked through. For yeah, sure. so you wouldn't long. have expected that, would you? No. That's another cost you didn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, yeah, when building a brewery, there's a lot of costs you don't expect, but that was one of them. We yeah. just the smell alone, we, we couldn't work in it. Um, doesn't matter what you did, everyone said you have to shave it back, which had to happen. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. And the furniture as well. Did you did you guys have that all made? Or yeah, so this is all made to our design. Yeah, um, because you still smell it. Yeah, so yeah. we yeah. had. We use locals for everything. Awesome. These guys are in Morty Alec. The plumbers are in Morty Alec. Sign writers in Morty. So we... That's great. You know, we kept it all very local. But they did a great job with the furniture. Very heavy duty. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are they the same likes that make your paddles? Yes. Yeah. And that <laughs> made uh, Charlie's paddle as well for his brewing. <clears throat> Which is ginormous. Oh, yeah. You'll have to check it out. Oh, yeah. We'll have to look at that. Yeah. 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 Awesome. That's, That's good. Keep it local. Oh, it was so local. Yeah. I love it. If you expect the locals to support you, you've got to... Yeah filter that back and support them so that's that's the whole business motto that we have and that's the beauty of like you know independent brewers like yourself it's about you know putting back into the community financially and that happens continuously you know in different spots if you're in Dandenong or if you're here or if you're you know on the other side of town it's just back into local business that's it that's what it's all about and obviously all the people behind the bar you know friends family locals they all live pretty much within a five minute drive the furthest one is actually Charlie, the boy, <laughs> uh, followed by myself. <laughs> but all the staff, they all live very local. Yeah, they grew up here, they went to school here, yep. and that's what we went for. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's the journey? Like, how did Brayside Brewing get started? I mean, oh, you know, was it just a few a- years ago, a friend of mine who is a Melbourne boy, now lives in Toronto, said, you know, I'm looking at opening a brewery back in Melbourne, I want to be back. He goes, would you help me out with the research? I said, okay, no worries. About a month into it, he saw the costs involved and the work involved and he pulled the pin. Oh, wow. And he goes, sorry, you know, I can't do it. I kept on my doubling my research and I just wanted it so bad. You got the bug. I got the bug. <laughs> Being in the liquor industry for nearly 18 years, uh, as soon as I turned 18, it's all I've ever done. Worked with Charlie, uh, Dan Murphy's, and he's got the Three Ravens background, brewing there for six years, I think it was, or seven years. Uh, four. Four. Close enough. Close enough. One night doing an overnight shift, I just said to him, I had to keep it very hush-hush. 
I said, this is what I'm planning. Do you want to be involved in it? 30 second conversation. She goes, yeah, all right, why not? And that was it. We started working on That's it great. since then. Yeah. Good so, on. And then three years of planning, roughly 14 months to build it, and oh, we're finally here. Yeah, right. You must be stoked. Yeah. Very stoked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We made sure we did a lot of research. We didn't want to jump the gun. Um, seen a lot of places, not just breweries, but businesses. They yep. go too hard too soon. And we just didn't want to go down that path. We wanted to make sure we crossed the T's, dotted all the I's, yeah. and educated you know, planning, hopefully, and yeah, hoping it all pays off. Great location, because we both live just around the corner. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so we, could, we couldn't say it's much better location. <laughs> that was yeah. actually one of the hardest things, finding the right location. Yeah, right. We looked at a few um, on the other side of Boundary. wasn't the right fit, but when we saw this, mm. we spent... Oh, I don't know how many properties we looked at, but there was a lot of properties. We've also got to make sure it's financially viable with yeah, the rents. Yeah. Um, the rent around here is quite high, but yep. the location was well worth well worth the risk. So yeah, yep. perfect. And this area is kind of becoming a little it's been earmarked for you know, a couple of other breweries that have popped up prior and are about to open and yeah. things like that. So it kind of drives a little bit more interest yeah. in, in foot traffic, and yeah. doesn't it? And, have you kind of um, spoken to other breweries as well? And yeah. So you... went into Boat Rocker, which oh, is yeah. not far away. Not yeah. far away. Went and spoke to, to them yeah. um, on a brew day, unfortunately, <laughs> where they were under the pump. But <laughs> went and introduced yeah. myself. Charlie and I went over to Wolf of the Willows, who had yep. taken over uh-huh. the old Albatross. Yep. Um, uh-huh. Met up with Scott, said hi to him, introduced ourselves. You know, Dave from Two Brothers gave me a call just before we opened. Wish us luck and everything. So yeah, that's awesome. It's all yeah. we all help each other out. Yeah. They understand um, what it's like. So it's been really cool. Yeah. Um, they all went through the same thing we went through with the build, <laughs> the experience. Yeah. But yeah. you know, it's a cool industry where everyone helps each other out. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. And speaking to uh, some of the brewery tour guys as well, they're looking to uh, amp up this area a little bit now yeah. that there's a few more down here. Yeah. We have Wolf of Willows and ourselves sort of just coming on board recently. Yeah. Uh, Beer Cell, which is a new one down in Seaford, they're really small guys similar to us, um, so there's a lot of excitement down here, um, you've got Mr. Banks a little bit further mm. down, obviously in Dayton, so uh, there's a huge hub down here, uh, yep. people going to and from Mornington, great opportunity for someone to stop by That's here fun. before yeah. you hit the wineries, yeah, maybe stay here for the whole day instead, but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah no, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That tropical will uh, all get you here, stick around all day. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. fingers crossed. Yeah. 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 Which is another segue into the next beer. Back to the next beer. So this is our Core Range Paler. Um, Okay. uh, As as mentioned before, it's um, got a little bit more bite to it. Uh, Yeah, Mosaic Hop. Um, 5.3? Yeah, a bit bit boozier. Yep. Uh, No complaints there. uh, Yeah, have a taste. Tell me what you think. A bit more crystal malt to that one as well. More of a traditional sort of English style pale. Not a huge aroma coming off it. Definitely tastes that English in it. Yeah, yeah, a bit, a bit darker than the uh, previous beers. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yep. So the governor is our number one selling beer. It is yeah, our most right. popular beer, okay. and that was one that in the first thirteen days we actually ran out. The whole batch was thirteen sold. days. Thirteen days of hope off trade. And it was actually the first beer that we just said we've got to just make this again. <laughs> yeah. And we did. And yeah, the customers were coming in for the governor. They were quite disappointed that we ran out. <laughs> but we had plenty of other options for them. But yeah, now it's all back. And 
They're loving it. That is tasty. It's a very tasty that's, pale. Yeah, that's not bad. Mm. So as Charlie said, we based off some of our two or three of our favourite pale ales and tried to find our middle ground yeah. for what we're after. And yeah, yeah, we think we hit the mark with that one. Yeah, it's about finding that sort of point of difference between yeah. other brewers. Yeah. Um, it's It must be hard. Oh, it's oh, hard. so many beers out there. Yeah, yeah, it's very hard. Yeah. yeah. And like we said too, there's, there's pale ales and there's pale ales. Like there's yeah. such a big oh, range, range of pale ales. Yeah. Mm. And I'd say that, like if you've had a strong pale ale, mm. I, I wouldn't be scared of that. That's that is that mm. is a ripper. Yeah, it's definitely a fair bit more bitter, but yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. So what percentage of crystal malts in that? Did you say? I pushed it up to about five percent, I think. Yeah, right. so, which crystal? Uh, we're using medium. Yeah, right. Medium crystal. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And do you get your malts? What? Any particular brand of malt that you uh, We're sort of, of tossing up between a few different ones. Yeah, um, sure. We've got Bintani a uh, kilometre and a half away, yep. so we basically oh, right. use it as a warehouse mm. for ourselves. So we, we order two brew. So I've just put in the order today for the brew uh, on Monday. Perfect. I'll pick it up tomorrow on Mill Monday morning, um, which is amazing. So uh, we're playing around with a lot of their malts uh, and speaking to a couple of other distributors as well with some trying to find that base malt that we want to use. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, uh, I'm pretty happy with what we're using. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Very handy having been tardy just <laughs> to <come to> sour <laughs> yeah. What about yeast? Do you have anything special on yeast? Or uh, yeast, we're using bricks. We're using USO5 for the majority of our stuff. Uh, it seems to be working really well. Um, we're definitely using some special yeast for different things as well, but um, yeah, predominantly just bricks. Yeah, right. Until we get comfortable, until we build our lab as well. Yeah, we'd like to reuse uh, repitch yeast. But, um, just as we're setting up, just get the beer out there. Sure. Yeah. And you've got a 500 litre system and you've got a few fermenters there. I didn't count them on the way. Yeah, so we've got six fermenters, two bright tanks. Right um, yeah, 500 litres. We use a company, uh, a manufacturer called Spark, which is Melbourne based. Yep. Uh, it's all made to order over in China. Um, right. Really good piece to have communication locally if yep. you've got any issues. Uh, they've been really, really supportive and they drop by all the time, check how things are going. Uh, we've got a pretty unique uh, system, which you guys, if you ever come down, you'll see it. Uh, it's basically a vertical system. So instead of the mash tun and the kettle sitting side by side, we've got the same kettle slash mash tun in the same system where we pump all the grain and wort up into the top and then we filter it back down basically like a giant brew in the bag system you'd use at home brew. So easiest way to explain it. Uh, it's more for space saving. Uh, and it is efficient too, so we're getting really high uh, brewery efficiency. So, um, yeah, no complaints there. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh, it's pretty neat and compact. Yeah, yeah. System. So we That's definitely sure. have an opportunity to expand if we want to do, you know, ten heck uh, fermenters. We will have that space. I think if we had the side by side traditional sort of uh, brew house, we probably wouldn't have any more space to, to yeah, work sure. around with that. So, uh, yeah. So what's your? So obviously you're at uh, Three Ravens for yep. a while there, but what's your sort of background with brewing? Uh, yeah, um, pretty much like everyone, started off a bit of home brewing. Mm-hmm. Actually, spent a couple of years in the states uh, in 2010, 2011, uh, working in bars across in New York. It was similar sort of era to where we are now in Australia. Uh, and obviously, this is a really exciting oh, yeah, time. Okay. So I came back here. Lived in Sydney for a bit and just knew that Melbourne was the place for me to be. Yeah. Uh, my wife, uh, she's actually American. I met her in a bar over there. Um, so we moved down. She's in fashion. She was lucky enough to find a gig pretty quickly. And I flogged away uh, at Three Ravens and a few other places, you know, helping with packaging and worked my way into there and you know, bringing samples of my homebrew to, for brewers to taste and them to give honest critiques 
uh, which is really, really helpful. Wow, uh, to this day, I'm on a cricket team with nine brewers uh, like across <laughs> Melbourne, so uh, we're in the pub league, but it's, it's great to get, get feedback. And, um, I wonder what you yeah. talk about other than cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine too much cricket being the focus yeah. uh, anything they do. Yeah. Looks like it's going to rain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just have a bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's been a good you know, five years, six years in Melbourne. Um, wouldn't do it any other way. Sydney, Sydney's nice, it's pretty, but Melbourne's definitely better community vibe and you know, mm. the, the brewery scene down here is just unreal. So mm. that's it's awesome. That's great to hear. Yes. <laughs> so I've got two more beers in front of you guys. Right. Uh, so the one you're holding right now is the Summer Red. Yep. Okay. You already drunk yours? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, we did. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, I'm missing one. Uh, no, that's not So, the Summer Red is... You must have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> summer Red is a, uh, a light-bodied red IPA. Look at this one. So, we use, <laughs> we use a new uh, malt blend called Red X. I don't know if you guys have heard about it at all. Um, it's a lighter-bodied red, so a bit of a mix between multiple, I think it's got six different grains, um, so we're getting that lighter body. I was looking for something in contrast to a traditional red IPA, we don't want that big, sweet, rich kind of flavour yeah. uh, over summer, Yep. so this is our summer edition, I guess. You didn't um, want to have to chew on it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So a bit drier, uh, comes in at 6.2%, so it's got a bit more meat behind okay. it, um, but yeah, really happy with it. Mm. Are you plenty of that is tasty, isn't it? And, and also sessionable. Like, it's really easy to yeah. drink. Yeah, it's been a big surprise here yeah. uh, for the punters. I wasn't expecting it to move as much as it has. Mm. Uh, maybe because it is one of our more boozy ones, people might want to reach towards that. I wouldn't have picked it to being, what did you say, 6'2"? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have picked that. No. Yeah. That's... That is awesome. Yeah, really happy with it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what the going to You beat me to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so we'll keep running this one over summer. And then when we come into winter, winter I'll put right. another recipe banked up for something okay. a bit more juicier. Yep. Yeah. Now you guys don't do cans or stubbies? Or no, takeaways so, or anything yet? No, no packaging. We've got yeah. squealers now. Yeah. Um, as of today? As of today. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. As Just for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can all take one home. But, yeah, so we're not going down the packaging line. Um, just, yeah, it's not something we're focused on. It's for us, it's yeah. all about the venue. It's all about making sure the beer is consistent, the quality is there. We come from, you know, backgrounds in retail. We see sometimes the way beer gets treated. I mean, once it leaves, once it leaves the brewery, yeah. it's out of the brewer's hands, yeah. the quality control. Yeah. So yeah. for us, it's all about the quality, the freshness, and that's what we're about. But the food with the beer, mm-hmm. and that's what we want to yep. portray. So, yeah, we even went one of the bars around the corner. We've told him, look, you don't have the pull-in space to order more than one at a time. So he orders one keg at a time, and then we drop on a cold one off to him. Yeah, right. So our kegs, That's pretty right. much as soon as yeah. it's brewed, it's in the cool room. And we also so clean, clean his lines. We clean his lines for him oh, wow. as well. Yeah, so right. sure so we make sure the beer is always at 100%. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Especially, you know, we're a new business. We don't want people trying our yep. beer that we don't know what it's going to taste like if it's sat on a warm shelf yep. uh, or, you know, mm. sat out in the hot sun for a little bit. We've um, had that so many times where you have a beer that you know is one of your favourites and you mm. just go, oh, what's yeah. happened to this? You know? yeah, yeah. And if that was your first one that you'd ever had, yeah, it, yeah. you'll blame the product itself, not the way it's been. Yeah. 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 
And I'm, I'm guilty of that as well, you know, trying a new brewery for the first time and being disappointed. Yep. Um, it t- takes me a while to get back and try them again. Yeah, for sure. Um, and sometimes, yep. you know, yeah, I did get a dud can, so... Yeah, um, you just don't know, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. want to control our, our product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough yeah. too. <clears throat> yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, um, I guess, Brewers Feast, getting back to that, what, um, I guess, what can people expect heading into 1st and 2nd of... <laughs> February uh, 2020. The start was a great weekend of beer. <laughs> um, we've got gin as well, so it's oh, right. well, beers, beer and food's a big focus. Yep. We also do sort of branch out um, craft spirits as well, bringing that in. Um, so that's new for this year? Yeah. yeah. Also yeah. in Mordialic, he's, he's looking at your kid, Jim. Gin? Around the corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Awesome. Right. Which are going to be it? The event. The event. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, do they do it like the brewers do a, a beer for the festival? Do the gin. 100%. Yeah, yeah okay. They've, um, they actually have produced a. Um, so, what's. You probably know this. We were in overseas in America during Christmas period. Yep. Yeah. So, at Christmas in America, the big thing is giving gin, and people have gin at Christmas time. Yeah, right. Like eggnog gin and things mm-hmm. like that. So, what she's created is a Australian version of that, which is a pavlova gin. <laughs> and, um, awesome. Uh, so, and look, from my perspective, I've never been, uh, from back in the day, I remember having a, a Bombay gin and, and dry or a Bombay gin and, um, what's the, just, it just, tonic, just, tonic. And tonic, yeah. And it just, it was just really a bad kind of, um, I, I think back to those days and I never want a gin again, but <laughs> I actually did a tasting at, um, here's looking at you kid gin in Mordialic around about six weeks ago which was um, a sad thing because you couldn't be there um, and it was amazing it blew my mind it just my taste buds were jumping around and um, the complexity of it and just the freshness and the cleanness of it that it wasn't dirty and it was it was amazing um, and so she's produced a um, she's actually gone to Liz is her name from here's looking at you kid Jim and she's she's gone to the Abbotsford convent and worked with the gardener there and um, she's gone around and picked natural berries wow, and um, a lot of indigenous yeah. plants and, and a lot of like the botanicals wow. yeah. the so convent Crikey grounds yeah. um, around the around the Yarra got your work cut out for you yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah to come up with uh, a gin there that's that's inspired by the convent yeah um, wow. so it's it's like another just another thing to, yeah. to sort of go and explore um, and it's good reason that it's sort of like, oh, it sounds like a beer festival, but bring your other half, bring your wife, oh, 100%. Your girlfriend, your partner And the kids, along. actually. And the kids. Um, we found that last year. We brought the kids last year. Is yeah, that on Saturday or Sunday? Gin, but cocktails, little cocktails and juices yeah. and things. So everyone's yeah. everyone's catered for. Yeah, But look, aside from that, we've um, we've got an awesome lineup of um, that. You know, there's ciders as well, and I'll you know, um, ciders are great and they're a good inclusion, and you know, just good to maybe you know have one now and then to, to refresh and there's, get back. There's really just so much there that yeah. we can't talk about it all. <laughs> and when we do, we always forget something. So it's, it's you might as well come for both days. Yeah, to come and explore it. That's right. You will need two days. Are they are they different days? They're not like, or is it just there's so much stuff you got so, you need two days. To... So what we've got is we've got um, so with our festival with Brewers Feast we've. Um, 
we've got masterclasses and tasting yep. um, sessions. So we'll do um, different masterclasses on different days, and there's different tasting sessions on different days. So what a tasting session is, is it's a pairing session. So what we do is we'll put up a, or a brewer um, will put up a, um, a, a beer, and we'll pair it to a food type. So we've got, um, you know, wrong side um, brewery, which are out in the Alps. They're actually putting up a, um, a porter and we're pairing that with dark, uh, actually dark chocolate mud cake. Um, we're doing Urban Alley, which are doing a, um, an English um, bitter and we're pairing that with English cheese. Um, we're also doing a... Um, uh, we're doing a, dark, a brown ale with um, dark chocolate and caramel cheesecake. Um, so it, it's quite varied. And we, we do, we, we've got pizza that's being paired, pizza bites that have been paired with, you know, Brick Lane Brewing and, and, um, and a whole range of different things. So those, and the masterclasses, different topics, different tasting sessions across the two days. Yes. Um, and I'll point out too, you, you don't have to get into that if you don't want to. You can just go and sit on the grass, hundred percent, find a beer you love, sit listen on that all day, yeah, listen to some yeah. music, yeah, play games with the kids. That's, That's yeah. right. But, but I will say with the masterclass sessions and the tasting sessions, unlike when you go to other festivals where it's in a room and it looks like you know it's complete beer nerds, which we are all here right now. <laughs> but it, it looks a little bit kind of uh, you know it's, what are they doing? it's yeah. a little bit intimidating yeah. and, it, and you feel like you need to actually know something about beer to be in that room ours doesn't we, we we've really we put it under a beautiful big oak tree and people can we have a, an area at the back where we've got these series of bar tables where people can just drop in and you know listen for 15 you know minutes um and try some of the beer and listen to um, you know how beer is brewed, and you don't need to, need to know anything about beer. Awesome, but we do have those diehard fans that are up the front taking yep. notes. You know that yep. will chew your ear off at certain times. Um, so it caters for caters for both. Beautiful. Yeah. Yep. But um, after this beer, I might talk about a couple of the uh, exclusive beers. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's yeah. exciting. So what do we got now? Yeah. So the last beer on the list for you guys uh, is our dark beer, which we had a, a social media competition uh, trying to name it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So it's yeah. the Morty Mud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are right next to the, the Morty Allen Creek. Love it. Um, so we thought, hey, what better than to name the beer after the the mud that we are so close to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably not as black as the mud in the uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure, but anyway. So this, this comes in at 5.3%. Uh, it's a new one on the list. We only tapped it last week. Uh, it's about 5% chocolate malt. Uh, throwing a little bit of uh, Munich in there as well. Uh, very light. Pelletau uh, German uh, hops. Uh, pretty, pretty straightforward, light. You know, chocolatey kind of beer. Yeah, yeah. And you sort of said before that you were brewing beers that um, weren't the sort of extremes yep. of any sort of style. And I'd say that if you're yeah. if you're scared of darks, don't be scared of that one. That's yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, another session of one. We've sort of gone into this market with the unknown about you know our clientele. Uh, we sort of had a bit of an understanding, so we didn't want to go too adventurous and scare people away. Um, so we've started pretty lean, um, you know, nice traditional style beers, uh, bit of the. The old school testament to, to those guys, um, and then we're slowly okay, introducing some new things uh, and a bit more adventurous stuff. So look out. On, on that topic, do you think that I've, I've had this discussion with a couple of different brewers? Especially, I had a discussion with St Andrews Beach Brewery uh, about a month or so ago, uh, and another brewery you know, on the other side, in the west side, and things like that. Is there a different palette, you know, across? 
Melbourne? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, really, definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah. 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 You, I mean, you can just go in and have a look at the the taps on what's on offer and say. Um, not not criticizing anyone, but if you go into Collingwood, you know you're going to get some pretty funky and wild beers, and they're yeah. going to be moving quickly sure. uh, by the pint. Um, you yeah, come right. down to, to Morty Alec, you know, you're going to have a look at the, say the Sporting Globe or the pub on the top of the hill. Uh, you're seeing a lot of those uh, beers that have been around for a while, uh, and nothing nothing too far far adventurous in terms of, say, hazy, sour, or, yeah. or super dark. Um, so we, we've come into the understanding of this area maybe doesn't understand the craft beer market. Um, you know, not, not, again, not saying everyone's no, the same, but... It's a journey, um, isn't it? It is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's an educational journey. Oh, that's right. It's huge. You being the educator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we've got 12 taps here, so we can, you know, throw a couple of things on the end that can be a little bit more uh, adventurous or uh, challenging, so to speak. Test um, the market and see what moves. I exactly. Guess, the the so I've got a, a single uh, hopped IPA uh, in the fermenter at the moment. Um, that's going to sit next to our IPA, and people can do little tasting samples next okay. to the both. And it's sure. just a bit of a learning curve. How many yeah. liters is that? Five hundred. Okay. Yeah. So it's okay. Do you, do you get a little bit scared if you <laughs> brew five hundred liters? And, <laughs> it's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> you know, like it's, it sounds like a lot, but compared to a lot of the other smaller breweries hmm. like us, it's yeah. actually we're very small. Oh, okay. And a lot of them will have 10 or 15 heck yeah. to start with, whereas we're just the 5 heck. So 500 litres versus 1,000 or 1,500. Just clarify that word, dude. What's yeah, heck? Oh, right, eh? Yeah, 100 litres. It's 100 litres. So um, we're risking, you know, all, you know, playing around with 500 litres. Yeah. Some of these guys are playing with 1,000 or 1,500 yeah, yeah. litres. Right, okay. Yeah. And that's where... And that's so still small. It's still yeah. very small. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know the Wolf of Willows, the guys up there, they're up here, but... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's 30, 30. hectolitres, so um, 3,000 3, litres. So if they try something adventurous and doesn't really work out, yeah, I'd be scared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, dealing with nine or ten kegs, yeah. uh, we can move that across our bar. And yeah, is it the same tanks that were there previously? Yes. At the moment, as yeah. As yeah. Adding a couple adding more. Adding a few more. Oh, I'm just waiting for a weeks. So do you test your recipes at home then? Or put uh, a lot of the recipes or? that we're using at the moment are something I've approved before. Maybe I've sure. tweaked it a little bit uh, due to the size uh, and what I was happy with. Um, I'll tell you, it's actually a lot easier to brew on a commercial scale than it is uh, homebrew. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah temperature controls are, are all automated. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, dropping, sure. dropping your, your kettle work down to the temperature really quickly um, and, you know, using the, the chemicals and other cleaning products, uh, you know, at a high quality. It's just so much easier. Yeah, I remember back in January when we thought we were going to be open in June or July, not in November, <laughs> we were... Brewing a batch at Charlie's house on his balcony. Yeah. His yeah right. okay. um, and that was that was hard going. You, know? you don't have a lot of space, <laughs> cleaning, everything like that. I think it's, we bought five bags of ice. Yeah, just to just to drop the January. So. <laughs> so we bought three, and that's not enough. <laughs> Ran back down, bought two more, and yeah, it's just it's a lot more difficult home brewing than yeah with yeah. a commercial system. So. You just mentioned you planned to be open in June, July. That's this, that was the original plan. So what, that what got pushed to or? September, then October. <laughs> was that building or then November? It's or everything. It's, it's everything. It's red tape. It's yeah, permits. Sure. You know, everyone straight away thinks it's the liquor license. Mm-hmm. Not the case at all. Um, VCGLR are really good to deal with. Very easy to deal with. But there's always council permits, planning permits change of use permit which was the hardest thing oh, uh, so it was already so existing 
yeah, restaurant right. or tavern, it's quite easy. But because it was a mechanic, you've got to bring up a building from 1960 to current regulations oh, yeah, in every aspect. So that's what delayed us. Then you might have one or two objectors, which delays the process again. Did you have a few objectors? We had one. Oh, wow. We had one objector. Good. Pretty good, but that delayed us by about three months oh, alone. Geez. Just the process of the way the council has to yeah, deal with that and go through that. So that, uh, that hurt. But... You know, we got there in the end, and well done. pretty much 99.9% of the locals were banging on our door. You know, yeah. what do you need? How can we help? <laughs> yeah, well, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dave and I actually used to work just around the corner 20 years ago, and I wish this sort of thing was here yeah, 20 yeah. years ago. Because yeah, yeah, there was nothing around nah. really. Nah, yeah. Dingley Hotel. The Dingley Hotel. <laughs> Which is still there. Which is still there. Well, yeah, we're lucky. We've got. You know, we talk about the educational piece. You got places like Bad Shepherd, Two Brothers up the road, and Boat Rock have been here for a while. Yep. They help the locals with that. Yeah. But you know, what we've noticed is the locals are coming in. They don't mind trying the first one or two, something they've never had before, but then they go back to their oh, right. to what they're okay. familiar with. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're noticing. Yep. So they're happy to try it, but then it might take a little while for them to make sure that's their one. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's gross. Well, that's a pretty tasty. Uh, yeah, they're, they're tasty all sessionable. Yeah. They're all. Um, yeah. I'd be happy to sit out here on a on a summer after what is summer, yeah. but it's not not that warm today. You can turn the heater on for you. But no, they're all sessionable. You yeah. can sit on all of those um, for a night. No worries at all. Absolutely. And uh, Thank you. we're gonna have a couple more of uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you've got you, you, caught, you caught the train in here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we sure did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're prepared. Yep. I guess a bit of a contrast from our sessionable sort of beers are the beers that are going to be happening at uh, yeah. Rose Fest. <laughs> Do you want to just um, give Ready? us a bit of an understanding of what that is? And uh, and I'll write this down later for the program. But <laughs> um, yeah, like how are you? I mean, you know, it's in Abbotsford. You yep. know, you know that type of. Of uh, that side of town, and yep. you've just talked about you know Collingwood and Absolutely. what you're going to get on tap over there. Are you accommodating for that market, or are you kind of going, no, this is us, we're Brayside, come and visit it. This is our kind of beer, or is it a mix? Uh, well, it's very exciting for me, I guess. Um, you know, being having an opportunity to brew something wacky and a little bit different that uh, I know people will be keen to try because that's what people come to Brewers Feast to do to try yeah. new and adventurous stuff. So um, I've got three beers that I'm making for uh, the festival. Three beers? Yeah. We've got wow. the one that um, we're making with Bintani um, or you know, with support of Bintani and then uh, I've got two other ones and then I'm just going to throw my pail on there as well. So uh, I'm doing a grapefruit pail to contrast with the pail. Wow. So it's going to be exciting. I'm going to be brewing that next week. With grapefruit in it? Grapefruit and grapefruit zest. Sure. Uh, so that'll be a fun one. Uh, it's going to be a little bit more acidic. Yeah. We are going to be one of the hottest months of the year so end of January start of Feb so we don't want to go uh, too heavy yep uh, the next one is going to be the next compass sour so it's going to be a mango sour uh, we're going to use real <laughs> real mangoes uh, we're going to puree them down uh, and, and use real fruit uh, in the brew it's going to be great do you know how much you're going to put in yet uh, I was doing the maths before I think I'm going to use two boxes of mangoes. It depends uh, on the size of the mangoes we get. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Audis, I think they're on special. Well, we're trying to source locally. So. Okay. <laughs> but that's going to be another fun one as well. Um, I haven't done a kettle sour in this uh, system. Oh, okay. uh, we brewed this on site uh, to, uh, to get us open, which is great. Yeah, right. um, so that's going to be a fun one. 
but the one we're doing with Bintani uh, is actually going to be a banana split beer. So it's going to be a, a Dunkelweiss. Um, we're doing uh, about 8% chocolate malt. Uh, we're going to use a, uh, a Munich-based yeast. We're going to strain wow. it to get really bananary. Wow. Uh, it's going to be a little bit sweet as well, lower in alcohol. Uh, hopefully it lands just above 4%. Um, and I was going to add, I was going to add lactose to it uh, during the brew actual process, but I've decided to pull that out to keep it a vegan option as well. Uh, oh, yeah, so right. we're going to have two options of this beer. So it's going to be on its own, or it's going to have uh, whipped cream on top with a maraschino cherry. <laughs> I'll, I'll give that a go. Yeah, so I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the awesome. ice cream, so to speak, I guess, uh, for awesome. your banana split. Okay. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. And also, different. with the Bintani uh, supporting us, they've got three ingredients which they're trying to uh, get people to use. Um, so I've gone with their, their honey malt. So get a bit of that biscuity kind of flavour, hopefully right. maybe some yeah. of that nuttiness uh, that you would see from that, yep. uh, which would be on a banana split. Awesome. Yeah. So when I said to Charlie, you know, let's get our core range ready, <laughs> and once the core range is set, the seasonable beers, go for it. Yeah. He goes, done. Then he comes up with that, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, but it's just going to be a lot of fun. You know? oh, yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. I think the punters are really going to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, the taste of it, not just the taste, but just the fact it's just so different. Well, yeah. and, some, and that's what Brewers Feast is about. Try something completely yeah, different out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And I think, yeah, hopefully, it's going to hit the mark. So yeah. if we see, if you if you actually get a good uptake of that, yeah. is, that, is that something that you might put on tap here? If it's a good, you know, you get good feedback and yeah, it's absolutely. a good seller? Yeah, I mean, if, if people are liking it up on the, the big yeah. day, yeah. Um, hopefully we can draw some people down. Yeah, cool. We can yeah. replicate it and continue doing it. That's why we sort of um, get people to, you know, get brewers to brew this particular beer is because we, you know, there's some festivals that, that do some really crazy, wacky kind of, you know, beers and they're drawn to that on yeah. shipping containers. But, um, you know, what we're saying to brewers is that brew something that you think might be actually a good venture for you financially to put on back at your tap house. Yeah, for sure. Um, because you can test it there to, you know, 5,000 people and yeah. see if it works. Yeah, I mean, talking about Brewers Feast, uh, I know Rami's been talking to you guys uh, for, I think, almost a, a year. Yeah. Um, so it's always been in the back of our mind as, you know, that's our, you know, obviously, our opening day was a big one, um, mm. but then Brewers Feast is our next big event. So mm. uh, we've been talking about it, getting all excited. That's yeah. right. Just bought the ingredients, yeah, yesterday, so... I uh, can't wait to, to yeah. get working in the brew house. Cool. The staff are all fighting each other. Who's going to work that weekend? <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you. You guys yeah. both going to be there? Yeah, so yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. Um, been on a Saturday. We've also yeah. got our uh, another brewer who's been helping us out a couple of days a week, Tom. Yeah. Yep. So he'll yep. probably be there on the Sunday. And we'll have a bar, bar staff with us as well to give them that experience of it because they love their beer too. So yeah, nice. they get to work at Abbotsford, work at Brewer's Feast and yeah. oh, really yeah. get a kick out of it as well. Be something, be part of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I won't be able Charlie to make it. Oh, I'm no. actually going to be brewing in the States. So, oh, wow. Um, doing a couple of collabs over there with some friends that I met. Um, okay. And, yeah, I've, obviously, I mentioned before my wife's American, so yeah. it's the, the biannual trip is uh, <laughs> February. So, okay. Yeah. We'll get you on the next one. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, I mean, talking about yours, they sound awesome. And um, I'm so, you know, excited to promote those and to get those out there through our different promotional platforms. Um, 
and uh, maybe a picture or two of you slogging it away sure. as well. <laughs> um, and look, if, if we've got a bit of time, I might go through some of the other beers. That, that would be awesome. That, that we've got. If, if we're allowed to talk about them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Look, just to let you know, I'm actually out of the, the 20-odd brewers. I'm, I'm still waiting on, you know, a good sort of six or so. But... Um, I'll go through a couple of them. We won't, we won't name names. No, 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 no. We know how busy they're all are, but it does, uh, it does take a lot of effort. It does yeah, take yeah, a lot of effort. Huge, yeah. and, and we do do appreciate that. It's like especially around this time of year too. Yeah, it's like everyone wants their beer. Um, so to to be trying to incorporate something new as well, yeah, which is something that we think is is so fantastic and, and special out as part of the festival as well is yep. there's that extra feature that that is a bit of work on the brewers. We appreciate them doing it. I'm sure everyone who comes and tries a beer um, really appreciates that effort too. Um we can we can order we're gonna order another one. Yeah <laughs> we're all gonna we're all gonna have another one. Yeah cool. Yeah. Um, um, what was the one we said was our favourite? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was the red, red IPA. Yeah. Was it the governor? Yeah, yeah. The red IPA. Was it the red? The yeah, red. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. yeah. I'll definitely have a Red IPA? What do you have to know? Yeah, same. Yeah, sweet. Skinner's. Skinner's. Thanks. Um, Thank you. Thanks. No. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Um, so, I'm going to kick it off with um, uh, Wrong Side Brewing. And I think, you know, with our brewers, we what we like to do is I like to slot in a few of those brewers that are out in the sticks as well. And um, we've had a few over the years uh, that, you know, they're doing their things out in the bush. They've got a really good following. Um, I've got to say that the brewers out in the in the sticks, they they you know, we're talking about pallets and, you know, different pallets around the around the state. And, um, you know, they're, they're really um, quite different out there. And, and, and I'll just read this lineup of what Wrong Side Brewing are doing. So they're, they're basic. Um, I might actually get you to do to say this out. I'm a little bit uh, brewery literate here. But um, <laughs> uh, if you want to go down there. Yeah. So we've got a, a Saison, which yep. is uh, 6.4% paired with a fruit platter. Yeah. Uh, Doppelbock, 6.6%, uh, which is paired with a dark rye bread, which sounds absolutely amazing. That's good. Uh, smoked porter, 6.5% again. <laughs> These guys are going boozy. Uh, paired with chocolate cake, as you mentioned yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, we've got a Hefeweizen, 4.3%, paired with uh, dull and rice. Another, yeah. another delicious mix. Uh, Hickory Rockback, uh, which is 4.5%. Uh, paired with spicy beans. Yeah, right. Wow. And um, there's there's this one here, which um, to tell you the truth, I've uh, I'm actually quite intrigued about. And this yeah, is their Chipotle. festival beer, Chipotle Roche beer. Eight percent uh, malty, smoky. Goodness. Chipotle in the beer. Yeah. Uh, it says uh, Tabasco barrel smoked malt. Yeah. So it sounds pretty spicy to me. Yeah. And give that one a go as well. And yeah. you, obviously, these guys are up where it snows, and so you know. Um, they really got a particular kind of, you know, oh, there's a saison there, which which they they do now and then throughout the year. But there's a couple of really kind of wintry beers there, yeah, that, sure. and, and English style sort of um, beers, which is pretty exciting. Look, I've got to say the theme last year for Brewers Feast was, um, you know, the the sours, and um, it was surprising we did have a few people, a few brewers that were brewing the saisons as well. Mm-hmm. But this year, by far. It's all about the hazy, yeah. um, and there's a lot of a lot of people that are brewing hazy beers, um, and there's there's um, you know quite a bit of difference between those hazies as well. 
So St Andrews Beach Brewery are going to do a um, summer lager. It's an Indian pale lager, um, so quite com- uh, quite you know a bit diverse there from the standard. Um, and you know they're they're sort of staying true to um, their beers, their sort of demographics down there. They're really about showcasing what they're about and. Um, you know, trying to um, you know draw draw traffic down to that region. Um, I'm going to go through some ciders as well, which just to throw into the mix. Um, we've got uh, an apple raspberry uh, cider from 1061 cider. Um, we've got a apérol spritz cider from Harcourt cider. Sounds good. Um, we have got. Uh, actually, I've got yours already. Yes. I apologise. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that when you told us to send it. Sorry. <laughs> so, no yeah. more work to do. You're there done. you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I apologise. It's me chasing everyone and think I need to chase every brewer. Um, so, um, Bojack Brewing, yeah. uh, which uh, Brayside Brewing are actually going to be next to uh, on the day. Um, they're going to do a Haze uh, Sister Sour. Nice. Uh, well, it's a haze sour sister. Sorry, it's an England sour. Um, it's around about five point six. Um, so uh, yeah, that's going to be quite an exciting uh, beer. Um, Burnley Brewing are going to do a salted guava sour. Boy, salted guava. Um, so there is. I said hazies, but uh, there is some sours that are going to be um, <laughs> snuck in there throughout. So tasting notes: so sour, salty. Lightly spritzed as well with that one. It's going to pair really nicely with um, fish and chips. We've got a whole range of seafood on offer at the festival as well. Um, Exit Brewing are going to do a hazy double IPA at 9%. So juicy, hoppy. Uh, next level, a sunny arvo on the lawn by the convent. You just yeah. um, you 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 really not want to go home, <laughs> um, and you probably shouldn't. <laughs> Actually, can I just add? You guys don't do sessions, so some festivals yeah. have sessions where yeah. five o'clock comes and the whistle goes, yeah. and you got to get out of there. Yeah, but, but you guys yeah. just sort of hang Definitely. around. It's, yeah, yeah come, very relaxed. Come in, come in at yeah. eleven, yeah. And yeah. you don't have to go to home till eight. Yeah. Yep. Saturday, yeah, very relaxed, um, and then you can come back again on Sunday at eleven. <laughs> that's right, um, and a little bit earlier at five. Yeah, that gives you time to get ready for the work day. Yeah, <laughs> um, I know you don't have a, a swearing policy on here, but um, our festival has a no dickhead um, kind of, uh, policy on ours, and Love it. you know we're we're all about the festival is all about the. The, the drinks it's all about the liquor it's all about the, you know the, the effort that the brewers go into you know Liz from um, here's looking at you kid you know all about the, the cider and, and the specialities and the you know the small operators and, and and I think you know we're not there about consumption um, yeah. although that does help um, <laughs> you know we're there um, and we have a really good crowd families are invited so you know um, I think from the from the four years that we've been running this, we've always had a really good crowd. Everyone's respectful of everyone, um, and uh, we definitely will continue to keep it that way. So, a couple of other things, you know, we talked about gin before. They're going to do a yam daisy gin. They're going to do a, a Christmas <laughs> mojito, Christmas pavlova gin, which is a new one. Ruby rose martini. Um, Mr. Banks is going to do a triple fruited uh, gose. <laughs> All right. 
Um, Urban Alley are going to do an English um, uh, beer. Um, it's inspired by traditional bitter ales, inspired by the honey malt, heritage malt from the UK. And they've got two secret special alley series as well that they're actually going to start producing in the next couple of weeks. And they want those to be a bit secret and they're going to sort of do some secret posts about those uh, in the lead up. Um, co-conspirators are going to do... Actually, this is a bit of a secret, but this is for your. They're going to do a. <laughs> they're going to do a hazy pale ale, right? For theirs, um, and you know, co-conspirators are always kind of. Um, I suppose one of the breweries that you know everyone looks to see. You know what they're doing, a bit cutting sure. edge. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, the lovely and amazing folk from Deeds Brewing um, are going to do a cherry um, mandarin fruited sour ale. Um, So that's a kettle sour um, as well. Um, Wayward from Sydney, um, they're going to do a um, uh, a Quebec Aussie Pale Ale. I've never heard of that before, but it sounds awesome. What's a Quebec? It's a yeast strain from, I think, Sweden or Finland. Uh, Norway. Norway. Yeah, okay. Awesome. That's close. <laughs> I, I just read it. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah, it's been a, a common trend for the sort of hazy IPAs um, that people are using this Kavik, uh, which is has a bit uh, a bit more of a complex uh, character to it, yeah. maybe a little bit more bite to it. So okay. if you're saying comparing it to a hazy, you're going to get yeah, a little bit more uh, sharpness to it. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, they've actually done a bit of a spin on it, being from Norway, but being an here in Australian brewing here, it's actually going to be traditionally um, with Australian hops, that one. Uh, 5.2% fermented with Quebec and hop with, as I said, exclusively with Australian hops. Bridge Road are going to do a fruit salad gose. Um, Napoleon Cider are going to do a cherry pie cider at 8%. Cherry pie. Yep. Can I split that cherry pie? Yeah, I do Red Duck uh, beer from Ballarat are going to do a cherry gin kettle sour. Um, uh, so that's going to be pretty cool. Um, and uh, we've got uh, we've also got wine as well. And uh, Ranahan's Winery are going to do three different uh, wines as well for the festival, and they're going to look at mixing a couple of grapes, grape versions as well, which they've trialled and tested and it seems pretty good and they're going to do um, a couple of different ones as well so, you know, a, a Cab Shiraz and a, and a white uh, and, a, and a dark uh, grape blend which is going to be really interesting as well so again, we've got the cider we've got the gin and we definitely have the wine as well in both the summer and the, and the um, darker sort of uh, wintry month grape as well um, that is only 50% of yeah. the exclusive beers that are going to be on offer that's huge so we've got another about 15 or 16 exclusive beers that are yet to come that they're, they're working on again they're working with Bintana and things like that and what yeah. are the ingredients and you know um, what's the motivation I suppose from the yeah. brewer jeez that's unreal then on top of that though most of the breweries do what three or four or whatever yeah oh, um, yeah about core range or yeah look um, I think the um, at, at, Limited is about sort of minimum is about three. Yep. Um, but we've got some breweries that are going to do about eight. Yeah, but um, you can also, you know, breweries will also sell by can, and um, you can do takeaways as well at the festival. Oh, yeah, right. So that's a big thing. Um, you love what you liked across the day. You can actually um, buy that and then take it away warm at the end of the day. Um, because let's be honest here, that exclusive beer with some of them won't be available anywhere else. 
yep. um, which is really cool. Um, and a lot of those series, like Urban Alley, um, are going to do their series. Um, we've got a lot of other breweries that are doing those special kind of, um, you know, side little um, speciality exclusive beers. They will be available for taking away as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's probably going to be a million other surprises that we're not even really um, aware of that they just <laughs> sling on the day. Beautiful. Well, we're excited. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, we're coming along as, as punters on the Saturday. We're, we're going to be there and we'll, we're going to be walking around, so come yep. and say good day if you, if you bump yeah. into us. And... Um, one thing um, that I'll also sort of add is that um, Brewers Feast, as I said earlier before, is we've got a big focus on um, pairing our beers with the food. And, you know, look, it's not a, it's not a huge focus. I think, you know, beer has already got so many com- complexities to it. Um, but adding food, as you guys do at, here at Brayside really well, there's a focus here on food. And it's a big part of, you know, our life as human beings, <laughs> I suppose. You know, food is, 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 is a really big thing. And, um, you know, just giving suggestions. So when you turn up to, the, to a food vendor, which we've hand-selected, um, they'll be promoting different beers. And um, we'll also be working with different breweries to suggest the types of food that will go with those beers. So that sort of a holistic kind of taste bud adventure um and also one other thing that we do which i haven't seen anywhere else um in australia is that we pair um all of the music on the stage with the beers as well oh, wow. so you know if you've got some sort of chilled reggae bands we'll um we'll pair a really kind of nice chilled kind of um summer ale um if they're a little bit kind of complex uh indie whatever kind of band we'll do something that's you know um a really kind of intriguing intriguing kind of left of center kind of beer with hops that are outside of the country or you know um random things um we've got blues you know which really kind of goes well with a dark or a brown ale or you know some of the things that we've tried here today so you know it just adds that extra level of excitement and fun to the festival awesome looking forward to it that is for sure Oh, 100%. Yep. Oh, well, there's probably not much water. No, I, I can actually smell pizza. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I agree. <laughs> That's not what you're telling us. Well, I think it's time to uh, try the, the famous Woodfire's wood pizzas, pizza. but um, unless you guys have got anything else to that you want to throw in there. Yeah, I mean, by all means. I mean, yeah. You know, We're throw just, it out there. Just looking forward to it. And um, thank you to Charlie the Brewer for organising this complex beer on a festival yeah. that he won't be attending. And yeah. <laughs> he's making me with the whipped cream and everything else on top. So, yeah, I appreciate the support I'm getting from Chip. I'm making proud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's exciting. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming out. Yeah, no worries. Cheers, David Dave. Yeah, no worries. No worries. So, um, it's been awesome. Yep. First and second of February. Yes. Get down there. Abbotsford Convent. Yep. Any other time, so Wednesdays to Sundays. Twelve to nine. From twelve to nine at Brayside Brewing yep. in yep. Brayside. Yeah, you can buy the tickets to Brewers Feast at Brayside Brewing. Oh so wow! Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Right. Okay, that's good we'll to know. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Jump online as well and um, yeah, get out there and have a. Look around. Get it yeah, yeah. Drink. <laughs> right. That's really good. Thanks, guys. Cheers. 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 Che